What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the First Offense Audio Installment. This is Season 2, Episode 10, after Circuit of the Americas. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. It was a good race, and we didn't have any stage cautions, so I think it made it a lot better. And we had the new package, first time seeing it on the road course. So yeah, we'll talk about all that. Toyota finally getting a first win, and it was... 23-11, which was kind of surprising. I don't think anyone would have guessed that in the beginning of the season, but Reddick was pretty much unbeatable. All right, so like always, let's get into the standings. Chastain is in first. He's just been consistent. I mean, it would have been Bush who's in second, but Chastain had a comeback. I mean, it took running through the whole field multiple times to get up there, but he has the points lead by 19. Harvick's still in third. He was actually dropped quite a bit after Atlanta, but he moved back up to third. He passed Logano, Bell, and Blaney. Uh, they all kind of had a rough finish. They all ended up in wrecks. So yeah, it goes Logano fourth, Bell fifth, Blaney sixth, Sindrick seventh. Um, he caused some carnage at the end. He was just driving straight through people, ended up gaining a ton of spots and having a good finish. Truex 8th, Kozlowski 9th, Reddick 10th after that win. He had a, I forgot he was like lower than Pastrana leaving Vegas or somewhere like that. And now he's, uh, now he's in, all the way up to 10th with a win. Hamlin 11th, Stenhouse 12th, Busher 13th, Suarez 14th, LeJoy dropped one point down to 15th, but he finished 11th. He's just having a way better year than he's ever had. Bowman is in 16th, even with a 100-point penalty. So if he were to get those points back, he'll actually have the points lead by 15 points. So he's not going to get all 100 back. I mean, I'd be shocked. Maybe he gets 50. It'll still put him just, what is it, 35 below Chastain, which is still pretty good. But he's not going to get all 100 back. I'd be shocked, but maybe he does. McDowell, 17th. Gibbs, 18th. Bubba Wallace 19th and then we know the Lars the uh, HMS guys like Larson and Byron are way down there Byron is still run out running Briscoe in who's in 23rd Byron's in 22nd um let me see Elmarola's Larson's out running Elmarola even after that 100 point penalty and Priest is all the way down in 29th so, yeah, I think that's all there is to cover for that. Justin Haley's still in the negative. We also have more points than him, unless you're a driver listening. Or actually, no, everybody on the planet has more points than him because he's at negative 7. So, yeah, even a dri- there's not even a driver below him because of that big penalty. I think he could get his points back, and that would really help him if he did because, let me see here, he would just be... Hmm, he'd be minus 118, so that would put him tied with Austin Dillon in 25th, and that's like a kind of a big deal for that team. All right, we'll find out about those appeals later in the week. Um, I wanted to talk about those a little bit later, so yeah, we'll cover that later. But anyways, so Reddick won, Bush finished second, Bowman third, Chastain, Byron, Sindrick, Stenhouse, Busher, Gibbs, Gilliland, Corey LeJoy, and then another one I wanted to point out. Jensen Button finished 18th, so he was a 
highest finishing road course ringer, so that was pretty cool that you finished 18th, but no one really got close to the top 10, unfortunately. I thought Taylor might have, but they couldn't survive that insane chaos at the end. No one could, except for, like, Reddick and Bush, who were both on the inside and the front. They were really the only ones who got through it unscathed, and they still both kind of took hits. All right, so, yeah, I mean, Reddick just dominated the race. He was... It's crazy. Hamlin said that they all had the same setup. Like, Bell and Hamlin went into the simulator in Reddick after Reddick, and they were like, yeah, I sh we should be able to match his times, but they couldn't even get close. So Reddick is, like, lights out faster than anyone. You put him in a bunch of those cars that were running up front, and he probably would have won either way. He just he was able to outbreak everyone, and I don't, I don't know what it is, but... He was just the class of the field. Um, I mean, in qual practice, he was like t four or five tenths faster than everyone, maybe even more. And then everyone else behind him were pretty close. He had a rough qualifying go, but I think that's just because he had a lot of heat in his car and Byron was able to let his cool down for longer. So it really doesn't reflect how much better he was, which obviously when we learned in the race, he overcame their bad strategy by literally I don't know he probably drove made up 25 seconds to get back on the strategy of everyone else and then just drove to the lead so it was that was fun to watch I mean I think we got that too because of the stage we would have had that without if we had the stage cautions because everyone would have kind of pit at the same time because they had different strategies it put everyone on different strat well that's what i just said but everyone was on different strategies so you got to see a guy with a really fast car when he go pits see if he can like make get in some clean track and make up a few seconds and then the guy that hadn't pit that stayed out maybe he then pits and when he comes out the guy who pit is in the guy who pit first is out in front but then the guy who pits second is on fresh tires so he runs them down so we get all those different aspects and obviously didn't really matter at the end but it made for the entire race super interesting and I mean I'm kind of looking forward to road courses now I last last year I didn't really like them there wasn't much passing but obviously Circuit of the Americas is a great track so that kind of puts it on display, but like Watkins Glen, I think is going to be one of the best races of the year. The street course, that's just its own animal. It's so flat too. I'm not really, it'll just be like a gimmicky thing. So it'll be cool, but I'm not thinking it's going to be like this amazing race. Sonoma, if there's a lot of tire wear, that will be really good and fun. And then the Roval, uh, you know how the Roval goes. I'm not, I mean, Turn one of Roval, Indy. Oh yeah, Indy too. The turn turn one is just gonna be a smash fest. But without the stage cautions, we'll get that strategy in each of those, and it should be good. But Reddick's gonna be the guy to beat at every one of these road courses. I'm sure things will change because he's not like he's this much better than everyone at every road course. I would think that maybe like Sonoma and then Glen. Like, you would think, like, Larson would step up cause, in Elliott because they're both really good at both those tracks. But we'll just have to see. Um, I don't know. I think it's crazy that Reddick went into a new car 
for a team that was completely struggling in their road course uh, department, and we thought that it was the cars, but then Reddick gets a gets in the 45, and it just lights out faster than the whole field. All right. Anyways, um, it was pretty. It was good. Everything was going great, and then the uh, the restarts at the end. I think the first caution was because of the six. Once they re-racked them, I mean, I kind of had the feeling here. Here it comes. Here comes the. You got Briscoe back there, Cindric, Harvick, Chastain, the guys that just love to just Logano sometimes. Um, the guys that just will drive it in and not even come close to touching their brake pedals and try to turn with four cars on their inside without slowing down. So I kind of knew it was going to turn into chaos, and I'm coming up with these names because this is who uh, Hamlin looked at the restarts and said were the guys. They were just dumping everyone, and it seems like they're always the ones getting blamed, so I'm not surprised. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you fix this, and I think there's pros and cons to everything. Obviously, the turn is set up to be like this, and I think if you make it made like single file restarts, it'd probably be similar because um, they would they wouldn't be as stacked up, but guys would get runs and go inside and outside, and then that's when they would start to stack up as they get the turn one. And then the other thing is the green-white checkers. If you only have one, they're just going to destroy everyone, and the race is just going to end coming out of one. And Bush will probably send it in, move Reddick out of the way. I mean, he doesn't even have to dump him. He can just push him out of the way and get the lead through the S's and win. So I don't really know what the fix is. I mean, they. I think we didn't see this track make it to the end in the old gen car, but... Back then, guys didn't really smash into each other because they would knock the metal into the tires and it would give them flats. So they're capable of getting through there clean. They do it on the first, on the start of the race and throughout the early cautions when they get re racked. But at the end, the guys in the back who don't run good and don't have speed decide they're going to try to be a make turn their race around in one restart which I mean I'm not a driver so I can't really blame them but also it's it just ruins the race for so many other guys and yeah I don't know what they're gonna do I think single file restarts might not even be that bad I I don't see a problem with it I mean the top five guys still have a chance to win and they deserve to be up there because they have the speed to be up there in 30th can't just bomb it in and be like a few car lengths behind first because they didn't use their brakes and they just smashed everyone out of the way so we got a few more races like this where this is going to happen i mean you pretty much either got to be in the front the very front or sit back and watch the ks or just get lucky because someone's getting spawned at least two to three guys honestly are getting spawned all right that's that i guess um the package i don't know if it made a difference i mean and no one talked about it all week it was kind of weird i'm assuming it helped a little with passing because we did see some guys go through the field i mean reddick drove right through the field yeah he was way faster but bush chastain 
Um, let me think who else. Maybe Suarez. Austin Dillon was drove through, started in the back and got to the front. So combine the strategy with the new package and just that it's a good track, I think you could pass. And I want to say it was a lot better than last year, other than that the finish of last year was amazing with Bowman, um, Chastain, and Dinger. But yeah, it was a good race. I'm looking forward to the road courses. Like I said, I'm curious to see what the package does on Richmond. I want to talk a little bit about that later. But also another thing that I forgot to talk about on the research was the big track house fight at the end. Um, yeah, so Chastain definitely caused Suarez to get destroyed because he pushed Bowman into him. But I mean, Suarez is aggressive too and not afraid to put his nose in a spot that it shouldn't be and then just jam his way in. So I don't know how, I think everyone was just mad from getting smashed so much. I mean, Priest was calling everyone hacks. Bell and Logano were fighting, and then Larson just clobbered Blaney, so everyone was just taking each other out. There's a few guys that are ex were excessively just running into the back of people. I think Chastain's one of them. Um, so I see why Suarez was so mad at him, but he literally just punted him going into the... He was, he was way in the back, and you hear him tell his crew, he's like, where's the one in the 48? And they're like, oh, they're like top three I don't think you can get to him and he's just doing a qualifying lap running a qualifying lap to catch him on the cool down lap <laughs> it's supposed to be the cool down lap he's just blowing through the s's blowing by everyone gets to um Chastain knocks him out of the way and then just drives right up to the 48 in the pits and starts smashing him and luckily Bowman like checked him up so he couldn't really do much and it like caused him to stall his car but he still got a few good hits in i mean it was just chaos so he's definitely getting a fine and i would be shocked if he didn't get a points penalty as well so that's gonna be big this week i wonder when the, it's tuesday i'm sure it'll come out today or tomorrow um another thing that i didn't talk about is the bubble wallace thing so i don't know exactly what happened i'm here i've heard that he had a mechanical failure but he also made a mistake, so I think, I mean, a lot of people think, like, that he missed that turn by that much, but really, once you miss the turn by a little, you go from, like, slowing down all the way to make the turn to, like, you're screwed, you can't slow down at all. Larson did at Indy last year. Once you miss it, you're, it's just over, and Bubba struggles on road courses, so I'm sure he was, like, really working hard to run where he was running and try to have a good finish his first really good road course race um he's got a good road course teammate now so I'm sure he was just had a lot of pressure at the time and just made a mistake but yeah I mean then he said he needs to be replaced I don't think he needs to be replaced because last year we kind of saw a similar thing where he just was struggling in the beginning and then they they had like a string of really good finishes. Michigan, I think maybe Richmond was in there, and then what else? All those intermediates throughout the summer, and then he ended up winning Kansas. So they'll get it together. I think he can win a race or two a year. He's good enough. Um, but I just think saying I need to be replaced just is a bad luck. But he'll he just 
it was a heat of the moment thing. I think they'll get it together. Um, he had a good run at Vegas earlier, and it seems like they're really good at the intermediate, so he'll have some good tracks coming up. We'll see how he does. So, yeah, I mean, there's too much to talk about that was going on in that race with all the fights and everything. But, and, I mean, it was just, the beginning was crazy, and then it kind of calmed down and then got crazy at the end. That's, like, the perfect race for me. Like, I want the beginning to have, like, some action in all the strategies are like developing and you're like what's gonna happen and then it calms down and you kind of think oh this thing's over right it's gonna run away with it but then a caution comes out and changes everything so in my opinion it was a it's easy for me to say as a Kyle Busch fan because he didn't get destroyed but I think even if he wasn't my favorite driver I would be like it was good up until everyone got smashed at the end because chances are your driver did get taken out or used up so that's why you'd be probably pretty mad I mean unless you're a Chastain fan he gets taken out and just goes back to the front so yeah anyways let's move on to the first offense move of the race underdog of the race and then go over what you guys thought of it what the race takes all right Alright, the first offense move of the race isn't like a specific move, but it just goes to Reddick for being a million times faster than everyone else and being able to fend off everyone on those restarts because, I mean, he, he's the first car going into the turn, so he doesn't really know where his breaking point is, so I think it was hard to make that corner and defend it at the same time and without letting someone get on the inside of you, so for him to do it as many times over as he did and consistently fend off Bush and Byron who had decent cars and even when they did get a run on him he just stayed calm and just got back to the lead and kind of drove away so for him to stay calm throughout all those restarts and fend everyone off that's definitely what won him the race so he gets the first defense move of the race this week all right the underdog of the race goes to Todd Gillen he finished 10th and there were some other guys like Corey LeJoy finished 11th and some other drivers that don't always run up front, especially at road courses that did good. Like Ricky Stenhouse, I think, finished 7th, but he has a win this year, so I didn't want to give it to him. So Todd Gilliland gets it for finishing 10th. He's had like a rough year with kind of getting kicked out of that ride a little bit, but for him to have a good run. And I didn't really see him doing anything egregious, like just completely taking people out I could be wrong but he seemed to just quietly survive the chaos at the end and just bring it home top 10 so he gets underdog of the race all right now I'm going over to my Instagram poll to see what everyone thought of the race you can leave your own take or just your thoughts or questions whatever you want to say every uh Sunday I try to put sometimes I do it Monday morning if I forget but my Instagram's first offense and you can just say whatever you want. So first one, perfect. I love race race. I love race late cautions. I think it should be late race cautions. But yeah, some people love it when it just turns into chaos and anyone can win. And they're smashing fire, explosions, all that. Alright, next one. Best car won. Good race overall except for the chaos in one on overtime restarts. Yeah, definitely. That's how I feel about it too. Will Rousey said, best race I have ever seen. Been watching for three to four years. 
wow, I mean, if that's the best race you've ever seen, that gives me hope that these road course races can be really good and that we're not doomed on the um, short track road course package. So I'm really looking for, I mean, we have six of them, so five more that we got to look forward to. All right, next one, good race. Next one, chaotic. Yep, definitely. Another one, good race, and then that's it. So, yeah, I mean, I think overall people liked it. Got some more good feedback than bad. Didn't even get any bad feedback. Most of these, the the races that kind of sucked this year were Phoenix and Vegas. And these, the last two, Atlanta and Coda, I think have just been like your typical like filler races like they're not completely amazing but they're like you're you're you will watch that every week so if we could just get that and then get some really good ones like the auto club and if we could just get our super speedway package a little bit better like Dega and daytona and then some crazy short track races mixed in it really wouldn't be that bad so i'm curious to see what we got on the next intermediates um i think richmond too um it's a lot smaller than phoenix a race is slower but it's still kind of like that hybridy intermediate short track combo but we'll see if they can pass and last time it widened out so yeah but i'm on i shouldn't have talked about this i'll talk about it a little bit later um when we talk about next week's race all right the Xfinity race I thought was really good. The no stage cautions definitely helped that too. Truck race was also really good. Xfinity race we got to see Dinger just come from the back and with a beat up car and just his car definitely wasn't as fast as it was in the beginning and he dumped Creed. It was definitely by accident because he was kind of defending Byron while trying to get the lead. So I mean it was definitely just a mistake. But once he got the lead, Byron was just putting everything on the line to try to get back to him. He was pushing that car to the absolute limit, and he got loose, which sucked because I really thought he had a chance at beating him, but it was such a good battle up into that point. Truck race was good. I think it would have been a battle with Chastain and Bush until Bush just overrode his crew chief and blew the whole race, and then Chastain... Um, had that mechanical issue and Zane Smith was just in the right place at the right time he ran a good race and was definitely faster than everyone other than those two cup guys um yeah we'll we'll find out about the uh before we move on to Richmond we'll find out about what happens with the Hendrick appeals this week I talked about this earlier I don't know what's going to come of it I'd be shocked if they got their 100 points back but if they got 50 taken away I mean who knows what's gonna happen I I have no idea I think the everyone that I see talk about it is just split 50 50 on whether they're gonna get get a break or not all right so next week we got Richmond and Texas because the trucks are actually going to Texas cup in Xfinity is at Richmond so the cup race is Sunday at 3 30 practice and qualifying is Saturday at 10 05 and 10 50 Xfinity race is Saturday at 1 o'clock before the truck race. Practice and qualifying is at 8.05 and 8.35 in the morning, super early. Truck race is at 4.30. They practice at 10.35 and 11. So it actually overlaps with the uh, cup 
practicing qualifying. That's interesting. Um, I'm curious to see how the new package does at Richmond. I don't know what to expect. I hope it widens out and you can run the top. But the bottom's just always way faster. So maybe there's tire wear. Last year we saw that strategy play out with Hamlin three stopping and other guys two stopping the last stage. And then the next one in August that Harvick won, we saw that late race pass when Harvick ran down Logano. So, I mean, the racing hasn't been that bad here. It's just been kind of average. So maybe the new package just pushes it over to be a, becoming a really good race. Um, yeah, I I don't mind when there's guys on different tire strategies because you can look at their lap times, which I recommend doing if you get the NASCAR app because that's like some really fun stuff to follow. Like I was watching Reddick when he was on a different strategy and when he got fresh tires he came out and ran like a 212 and I was like Jesus he's he could just run them down for the um win for to take the lead right here without even needing a caution so yeah there's gonna be that element of it I think for sure and it almost after watching Coda I almost think we should just go no stages at this point because we get those natural cautions probably most of the races so it just switches everything up and it also allows the guys that are good with good cars to just rise to the top and luck isn't a huge factor in who wins all right i think that's about it truck race i don't know it's texas um i i mean i think the trucks run okay there, better than the cup cars but it shouldn't there's no cup guys in the field which people get mad when cup guys run trucks sometimes but it, I'd really like it better if there was a couple cup guys there. Um, so it, it should be an okay race. I mean, it's a truck race. You never expect too much out of it. But the Xfinity race should be a good one. Those ones are always solid. They're just Xfinity series is just like the old reliable. You know what you're getting, and there's never any. You you're you expect something out of it, and that's what you get. It's not like it's the Cup Series where you expect it to be the best race and then something happens and just ruins it for you. Alright, now I'll go over my race picks. Um, trucks, I'm taking Zane. Without the Cup guys in there, I think he's kind of the car to beat right now. And he came in second at Vegas, last intermediate, so I'm going with him. Xfinity, I think the Gibbs cars are easily going to be the class of the field. I mean, maybe HMS bring some speed but they struggled at phoenix and colleague was kind of the only ones that were a little close to the gibbs cars and they didn't even couldn't even compete with them so for xfinity i'll take john hunter nemechek cup series i think the gibbs cars will be good but they won't have like a huge advantage because the chevys are just so fast right now i think larson and byron will be super fast like they were at phoenix bowman too He's been so consistent. He haven't he hasn't had like that blazing speed yet, but it could come at any point. I think we'll see a couple Gibbs cars in there, Bell, um, Hamlin and even Truex, even though he's been kind of struggling. Um, Harvick and Logano for Fords, maybe Blaney, but he always kind of falls off at these ones. And then Bush, I have a feeling Bush is gonna run good because he always runs good there for Gibbs, and I just think they've that team in general has been on it, so I'll throw him out there too. Uh, and then Chastain and Suarez, of course. I'm sure one of them will be mixed in the top 10. 
my pick, I, I don't know who to go with. I think something's telling me Bush is going to have a good run, but at the same time, Gibbs and Hendrick, I just think are going to be a little bit better than RCR here. But I don't know who to, I never know who to pick on like early, this early in the week. My pick always comes to me later in the week, but I'll just go Hamlin. I guess he's I think he's kind of the easy pick he's definitely the favorite um I think Byron will be really fast too though he led a ton of laps here last year we'll see about Harvick I'm curious to see if they have winning speed he's gonna be good at taking care of his tire so if that is a factor he'll definitely be one to be all right anyways I think that's it I covered everything I think overall it was a good race. The end was insane. Reddick's still the best road course guy, even in a new manufacturer, new team. Richmond will be, it'll be a pretty average race, I think. I'm not, don't think it's going to be like a barn burner, but it'll be good. The fast cars will be up front, and yeah, hopefully the top comes in, and maybe there's some there will probably be some fights because there usually is someone getting mad at someone else. Chastain is usually involved. But we'll see who if the Phoenix speed translates. And yeah, we'll see. Maybe Harvick gets a win finally after the heartbreak at Phoenix. But then we got Bristol Dirt. So yeah, we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about next week. All right, I hope you guys like the podcast. See you next Monday or Tuesday, and have a good week. Peace.